Liberty Podcast. Well, welcome to Late to Liberty, episode nine. This week we've got Alex. Hey, what's up, everybody? Jacob. How's it going? Otto. What's up? And special guest, Carrie Ann Harlos. Yay. Hello. I hope you don't hear my bird shrieking. No. Oh, no. No, I don't hear any bird. Wait, get that bird out. Yeah. Yeah. Shut the door, man. You can't hear that? Oh, my God. They're so loud. I heard it a little bit. Just a I little bit, not much, not much. <laughs> no, it's good. It's it's similar to how I sound when I start ranting, so we'll, we'll be all right. <laughs> Might actually sound better. Oh, okay. What do we guys want to start off with? I want to start off with this Michael Morrell, Morrell guy that Biden is picking as his head or whatever, head director or whatever of the CIA. Wait, you guys are pay att- paying attention to that? Well, I have no idea what you're talking about. Cool. You guys will get to know him now because the Uh reason I'm paying attention to this that Alex pointed out to me earlier is because this man is evil. All right. This is just here. I'm just going to wait. He's going to be in the he's in the CIA, right? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's going to be the director. He's fucking evil. Well, yeah, but it gets but it good. It's like so blatant. This, yeah, this so, cliff that I sent to Jacob. It's here, just, it's so gross. Here it is. It's only a minute and forty-five seconds. Here you go. I give them the thing, the, the, the things that they need to both go after the Assad government, but but also to have the have the Iranians and the Russians pay a little price, right? When we were in Iraq, the Iranians were giving weapons to the Shia militia who were killing American soldiers, right? They were making, the Iranians were making us pay a price. We need to make the, the Iranians pay a price in Syria. We need to make the Russians pay a price. The other okay, thing I we would need, do- We make them pay the price by killing, killing Russians. Yes. And Iranians. killing Iranians. Yes, covertly. So the, you don't tell the world about it, right? You don't stand up at the Pentagon and say, we did this, right? But you make sure they know it in Moscow and Tehran. The people who- Here's the other thing I wanted to do. Here's the other thing I want to do. I want to go after, I want to go after those things that Assad sees as his personal power base, right? I want to scare Assad. So I want to, I want to um, go after his presidential guard. I want to bomb his offices in the middle of the night. Well, that happened about two years ago. As you remember when his brother-in-law was... I want to destroy his presidential aircraft on the ground. I want to destroy his presidential helicopters. Um, I want to make him think we're coming after him, right? Um, I'm not advocating assassinating him. I'm not, av- I'm not advocating that. I'm advocating going after the, what he thinks is his power base, right? And what he needs to survive. I want him to think about um, this is not going to end well for me, right? Um, I want to. I want to put pressure on him. I want to put pressure on the Iranians. I want to put pressure on the Russians um, to come to that diplomatic settlement. Oh yeah, yeah. That, guy's, okay. that guy's a fucking. Demon. What the fuck did you speak them- listen to? <laughs> this is going to be the new director of the CIA under Biden. Dude, I, they started talking about other countries and shit that I don't care about, and I just checked out hard. <laughs> But basically, Dave. what he said was the definition of terrorism. Yeah, I know. It's not terrorism. He's like, I, he's like, I just want to scare him. I just want to like take make him think all of his safety is at risk. I'm like, dude, 
I, that was terrorism. Thank you. That guy. <laughs> well, you know, aren't the Democrats supposed to be more against war than, you know, the Republican? I mean, I don't know. I'm confused now. I don't even. Yeah, that that that's gross. <laughs> that dude is so gross. I can't even handle it. I'm like anybody that likes the fact that Biden's in there now, as far as a uh, a war point of view, or if you're against war, well, we just got worse. Yeah, that's beautiful. Beautiful. Anyways, I don't know if you guys want to talk well, about that. I just wanted to put that out. I think it's also about it. interesting to point out that this is the same guy. This is the same guy who uh, Hillary Clinton went to after the, she lost in 2016, but before the um, the what is that the um, the electoral college met, and she wanted to have him go brief the electoral college to switch their votes over because of Russian interference, so they would give the presidency to Hillary Clinton or. Uh, they'd send it to the House of Representatives to elect Paul Ryan or Colin Powell. Yeah. So this this dude just like the epitome of swamp. He's a fucking he's demon. Scum, this man. guy. This guy. Yeah. Like I, I, it's 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 like a who's who of war criminals that are coming on. Like <laughs> it, it's it's like neocons rejoice. Uh, oh. Yeah. I didn't I didn't watch the video. I just knew who he was, and I was like, I'll just wait till we talk about it later. But yeah, that's that's fucking gross, man. And he, well, he's out there just openly admitting it. He's like, we're not going to tell him. Well, you just did. And that was in 2016. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, we're not going to tell him. I'm being super secret squirrel here. Evidently, the guy's not even good at his freaking job. I mean, <laughs> so, so we get the worst of the worst. Ah, oh, well, I don't know if you guys want to talk about that anymore. Oh, and France is losing their ability to film their cops as we're speaking. You have to blur them out now, including oh, the media. God. Yeah, Wait, it's getting real. Yeah, they just passed the bill. I saw that article. Yeah, you they can't were out film there. Uh, cops anymore? No, not in France, unless you blur out their face, and that goes for media too. Any media, anything at all. So. Yeah, there's that. So the world's <laughs> falling apart, essentially. Completely. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's not about the virus. I thought it's COVID. No, I thought we should be concerned just about, about COVID all the time. Run. Run. Right. Just run. But you know it's not <laughs> just falling hide in your apart. house. You know it's not falling apart is the Libertarian Party. No, not oh, at all. God, it's not solid at all. as a rock <laughs> right now, guys. Sweet segue, dude. That was good. Uh, <laughs> it was smooth. So, Karen, I, I um I noticed that you were going off uh, on a on a Facebook post, and I was like, "Well, you should probably come on our podcast because this is what we do here." And yep. just one so, Facebook post, you haven't been paying attention. Well, it was just the one that I, that I responded <laughs> to you on, but uh, yeah, I've seen you've been you've been kind of uh, making it known that your feelings are not too kind towards the LNC currently. Now I'm on the LNC, so it's I, I myself is included in my rant. You know, I don't can you know it's it's a collective, for as much as we hate it. You know, so <laughs> when I'm yelling at everybody, I'm yelling at myself as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the uh, so what's the backstory? What what got you fired up? <sighs> well, I've been. <laughs> it doesn't take much to get me fired up, but <laughs> I, 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 I I've been feeling bad though because I really. 
went off and and I don't regret anything I said, but I do feel bad because I, I like all of those people. It's not like I just, if they were a bunch of like douches, like really big douches, I wouldn't care, but these are my friends. I like them, but that doesn't stop me from, from criticizing them. So I do want to say these aren't bad people and on other issues, they're doing great. There's some things they're doing great, but unfortunately they're sucking at the biggest civil rights violation in peacetime in this country's history. So that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. yeah. You, know? <laughs> you would think so. You'd think that if it, there you was, would think so. Yeah. If there was one stand that us as libertarians should take is, well, people peeping into our window over here, you know, I mean, like literally telling us what we can and can't do on our freaking private property. I mean, it's like, so many tidal waves of violations that it, it it's it's baffling me i'm totally baffled karen Ann. i really and, and i like was starting thinking i was gaslighting myself i was like no it, it can't be as bad as i think so and i'm on the aprc so i knew it was if you don't know what the aprc is it's a internal committee that has to review literally everything that goes out in the party's name so i see everything whether i read the party's emails or whatever because it has to be gone, has to go through the APRC. And I'm like, no, I, I know, but I went to the website anyway, and I did a word search on any COVID, lockdown, mask, whatever. We've had one article on it on March, in March, March 20th. That's it. And that article wow. wasn't even on the lockdowns. All it was, was oh. about, and, and when I say all, I mean, it was a good article, but it was only on something we, that had already been going on for years, the FDA being very slow to approve all things medical. And yes, that was good. We were railing about that, but that's nothing new. We've known that forever. That's a pretty safe yeah. topic. And yet wow. we've said absolutely nothing that I can find about the lockdowns, nothing as a national party. And being involved in the history, I think, is what makes me even matter because I've seen all the press releases that we have in our records. And we went off like 10 years ago when the government mandated low flow toilets. We like went off on that. <laughs> we went off when they said teenagers couldn't go to tanning salons. I think this is like a tad bit more important than the low right. flow toilets in the tanning salons. Oh and we said nothing. Wow. And to me, that's yeah. absolutely freaking insane. And it real and people will go, well, you know, this has been going on since earlier in this year. Why did it just hit you now? Well, one reason is because we had a, a transfer of chairmanship in the middle of this whole thing. And everyone gave up, honestly, on Nick at the beginning. So we never expected Nick to say anything. So from March to July, <laughs> well, at that point, we were yeah. just waiting for him to be gone, to be honest with you. So we kind of got all. used to not saying anything. And that just struck me, wait a minute, you know, we're supposed to be like new and improved. And yeah. at least on that we're not improved no. whatsoever. We've like, <laughs> like not on that score on other things very much. So, I mean, Joe Bishop Henchman's doing a fantastic job overall, yeah. you know, and like, you know, compared to the meltdown that happened in the chairmanship at the beginning of this year, but on this, no, it, like it's... no whatsoever. And uh, it's, and the problem is it's not just our silence. It's also 
our actions. Because what the, the thing that was the straw that broke the camel's back for me, and some people go, oh, she's just upset about what I'm going to tell you about. No, that was just the last straw for me. We had a meeting plan for December 5th and 6th in Riverside, California, which is where Jeff Hewitt is. If you don't know who Jeff Hewitt is, he's one of the highest elected libertarians that we have. Even though he's on the county government, that county there is so big. I think it's like 3 million people. It's bigger than some states. You know, it's, it's giant. And he wanted us there. We were there to support him, support that affiliate. And then starting in October now, not just when this surge happened, back in October, LNC members were already chickening out and moving to try to make it electronic. And that failed, but they, that same people kept pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. And a couple of weeks ago, they decided we weren't gonna go. And Jeff had a big protest planned for that same weekend that we were supposed to support and we pulled out. We pulled out totally leaving him in the dust and not fulfilling our obligation to that state affiliate, California, who wanted us there because they're, they're totally on the ball. See, here's the thing. The state affiliates are kicking ass on this issue. And I have to give props to the Colorado state chair. Um, she and I disagree on many things, but on this thing, She's organized all the lockdown protests here so far, even though the Republicans have tried to take credit for it. It was the LP state chair, Victoria Reynolds. And she's been heading up all of this. Like the state parties have been on the ball, but the national yeah. party, nothing. And this is a national issue. And yeah. The, yeah. the press is going to pay a lot more attention to the national party. Oh, yeah. And uh, nope, nope. And, and if, yeah, never. I mean, I could just start this bit. So that that's why I really, you know, even though I have a lot of compliments to pay to my colleagues on so many other issues, on this issue, everything I said on Facebook, I, I don't take back any of it because I, I mentioned this in another podcast that I don't like saying nice things about Trump, but when he does something right, I'm going to say something nice. And when he was asked why he's still making so many public appearances and why he shows his face so much, he's not hiding in his basement. And he said, I'm the leader of this country. I have to show a face of courage and hope. And that goes for any organization. The LNC has to show a face of courage and hope. And I don't care who doesn't like what I'm gonna say this now. When we ran, the pandemic was already going on. So this wasn't unexpected. Everyone who ran for these positions knew they were expected to go at a minimum to in-person meetings to me <laughs> if you if you're too scared i'm not going to judge you because i don't know what your health issues are i don't know what your home life is i'm not going to judge you for being scared if you're scared you shouldn't take this job right now exactly yeah that you um. shouldn't be here because if this is this takes a certain you know, type of, type of fortitude and if yeah. you're not going to go to an in-person meeting if you're not willing to speak out yeah. then I'm sorry, you shouldn't be on the LNC right now. Maybe some mm -hmm. other time would be better for you. Yep. And, and, and a majority of the LNC, this applies to. It's not everybody. Like there are some people who have been spot on, like Aaron Adams, Jeff Hewitt, have been consistently spot on and being on the right side. And Jeff Hewitt, again, he's elected. Of all of them, the people you might think mm -hmm. might be a little chicken would yeah. be somebody who has a lot to lose. 
but no, he's like, he's hardcore. And what disappoints me even more is, you know, I used to be very, very involved with the Radical Caucus. I resigned from them when I became secretary, not because I was unhappy with them. I don't believe LNC members should be members of caucuses, but particularly officers. And there's a whole reason for that. I was a member when I was region one and I got into some conflicts where my duties to my region conflicted with my duties to the caucus. And I realized that's just not gonna work. So I resigned, but there are some current radical caucus members. One of the founders of the radical caucus on the LNC right now, who are some of the worst on this issue. So far mm -hmm. I'm concerned, they're radicals in name only. I have completely lost faith in all that. The LNC is where radicals go to die. That I've become convinced of that. Okay, so these oh, are yeah. my, my oh own not y'all's. Why are there being a bunch of bitches then? They're scared. Yeah, why are there they're so scared. many LP COVID idiots? Why are there so many COVID idiots in the party? And this goes back to the convention. It's, it's just given all the information we know now, to double down and be mask holes and COVID idiots and not speaking out against this, it's outrageous. It's like enough What's enough. really surprising to me is the, it, it, it has to be the government indoctrination because even not just in the LP, just in the world in general, the people who are the most scared and timid I'm finding are mostly younger people. And the people who are speaking out are the people probably more at risk. Like Jeff Hewitt, I don't know his exact age, but I know he's late 60s at least. So yeah. far more at risk. And he's hardcore. Meanwhile, we've got a really young guy on the LNC. I think he's 20, 21. And he's one of the most timid. I don't get it. <laughs> I When I was 19, 20, I thought I was invincible. Seriously. He's got a 99.999 what survivability rate. You know, somewhere around there. Yeah. Somewhere. Uh, did I miss a, did, did I miss a couple decimal points? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I think I think it's actually literally if you're if you're 70 and over, it's you have a, a survival rate of ninety nine point nine five six percent. Wow. Remembered that one. <laughs> That's 70 plus. OK. That's not my age group or your guys's age group. That's like my mom's age group, right? And so I just it, it's not adding up. It's just not adding up in the fact that people just turned so freaking lemming like so quickly, it blew my mind. I mean, like I know so many people in this party and I'm good friends with them and some of them are freaking the hell out. You know, and I'm like, I don't know people's again, there are people who younger people even that have some serious health conditions that do put yeah. them at risk. I, I, I don't judge that. But you don't no. you don't advocate that everyone has to cater to your particular situations. Yeah. It'd be like I, I had a friend who was a truck driver and then she got epilepsy and she could you, you can't have a, a heavy equipment license when you have epilepsy that'd be like her expecting nobody to be able to drive trucks because she has epilepsy right. it's just it's just crazy <laughs> and life sucks sometimes you got crohn's disease sometimes you have something that puts you right. at risk well you know not to that's your problem honestly you can't make it everybody's problem and hopefully exactly. the people that care about you and love you help bear your burden but you can't expect complete strangers to do that no all right and i think it's not even and when it boils down to it's not even about whether you think like well what does the science say this and this 
It's what is the government saying? Right. It's the government's telling you, you have to do this. We're going to cut off your water if we see you with this more people coming at your house. And if you show up, we're going to, you know, to, or you can't serve alcohol the night before Thanksgiving. Um, some of these bars that that's the biggest they, night they, of the, they the put season. Curfews. I never thought curfews. I would saw, see curfews in this country. That is so totalitarian, particularly in peacetime, because wartime's yeah. always used as an excuse. Right. Peacetime, nine o'clock curfew, I believe it is in Denver. That is absolutely oh, nuts. That's yeah, like the 10, 10 p.m. out in California, like my friend out. It in might Oakland, be 10. So, yeah. I think it's yeah. nine. No, it's curfew. nine or 10 for a big, yeah. it's just crazy absolutely freaking insane and i think you have to stop serving alcohol at eight why oh, does yeah. does the does like the virus like to drink at night so this is what they're doing to scare the virus away some of these things have no relationship at all why do you need a curfew what, what does that fucking have to do with a virus it's, it's just the state flexing its its muscle and they're gonna that's push all it. it is. They're gonna and libertarians cowering in front of that, or even worse, advocating it. I don't do the who's a true libertarian thing, but this issue is making me come close to do that. And I don't do that on anything really. See, but once you yeah. start licking the boot, I'm sorry, that's like the the definition. That's a performative definition of statism. Well, yeah, and you're gonna you guys are gonna love this. Okay, so literally right before I got on the air. I don't normally argue on Facebook. I don't care for it. You know, it's a waste of my time. But I mean, like, literally, I just got done seeing a another libertarian threaten another libertarian. I'm not going to call out names because that's just, well, I might. I don't know. Depends don't on how you replied. But yeah, I, I don't think it's a good idea. People get mad Any, at me because I don't name names. But I, right. So basically threatened to call the cops on another person. A libertarian threatened to call the cops on another person about not wearing a mask at their f fucking house. Wow. Don't you remember That's at not, convention? I'm sorry, I can't say. At convention, that is not were calling me out because in my, my own hotel room, I wasn't wearing a mask. What? I was like, get fucking bent. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Wow. This, I, mean, I, really, I really see this really dividing our party. A video from a right. uh, radical caucus party. Yeah. Hotel room. Um. Yeah. And not hey. one person was wearing a mask. And we, uh, Karen, uh, we were all we were all there. Uh, we were yeah. actually. I think we were all in your room that night. Uh, yeah, at one uh, point. Yeah. Yeah. At one point. <laughs> at one we, point. You, yeah. Yeah. We didn't see you there, but we were all there. Yep. Yeah. We, I was we were working. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean. If anything, like that was a super spreader event, and the entire convention. I mean, we all should have got COVID. Super all spreader. All of us. I love the way you put shit, Alex. Super spreader event. It's an event. No, listen, no, COVID. wait. Uh, two people did get COVID, but they were online. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a COVID related. It's COVID related. Right. <laughs> so now yeah. you all have to be quarantined. COVID related in part two of the death certificate. Right. <laughs> from the state, you know. Yeah. It, oh, it, it's God. like given what we know now, it's just unbelievable that there's still COVID COVID idiots within the LP. Like I just want them purged. Not I'm sick of it. They're threatening <laughs> the cops on people. Well, that yeah. that is bad. 
that that's bad. I, yeah. I you know, again, I, Sorry. I, I don't judge people's fear. I really don't. But I do judge them advocating the <sighs> government or even coerce. I, I know we're like, and there's some things that we could say are, when I say, okay, I mean, shouldn't be illegal type thing or fall within the libertarian spectrum, but that, that doesn't mean it's right to do. So I know it, to me, even some of the social press of pressure is so coercive. Yes, that shouldn't be illegal. Okay, nobody's physically harming anyone, but that still doesn't right. make it right. Mm. And some of the social stuff is just absolutely insane as well in my opinion. Now, obviously that's not a libertarian litmus test. No. You know, in the same way we might say people have the right to be racist, but they're still douches if they are. <laughs> yeah, you have the right to be a social asshole, yeah. shaming everyone for not wearing a mask, but you're a douche if you do You that. have a right to be wrong, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and I think that this kind of speaks to some of the, the undertones or that we speak about here on the, what we've been doing this past few podcasts is, is we feel like the party itself is losing its, its sense of principles. It's it's but, straying away. It, it never fall back on principle, and it, it's when you want them to say something the most, they don't. They won't do it. And that but seems this isn't to be new. No. a theme. This, no, no, this no, is no. New, is it just like COVID revealed a lot in a lot yeah. of places? Mm -hmm. But yeah, it this listen. How much of an outcry did you see from the LP when those the the, the baker and the photographer and all those people were driven out of business because they refused to photograph or make a cake for a gay wedding? The LP didn't say shit. Nothing. No. The cake. You know, yeah. and even though <laughs> we don't have something. to, we don't have to say they were good people, but we do have to say, I see, I view the role of the LP as what the ACLU used to be. Right now, the ACLU is useless, oh, but we're right. becoming as equally useless, you know, where we have to defend rights, even if we think the people who are exercising the rights are not good people. Right. You know, you being, you having rights doesn't depend upon you being somebody we want at, to invite to our house or right. marry, you know, our daughters. It, it's none of that. But your yeah. rights are your rights. And I got into it with, with Nick, over the cake thing quite a bit, actually. I think and I remember he, that. And, and, the, and you want to know, he said, you don't lead with your chin. I loved what Mark Montoni said. Sometimes that's the only way you can lead, Nick. <laughs> and I agree with that. But yeah. we've become so scared of touching whatever we consider to be the third rail right now. Plus, <laughs> let, let me give you another example. Once we used to constantly say the government needs to get out of marriage. Have you really seen that message at all in any consistency since gay marriage was legalized? No, not no. at all. Nope. Nope. No, nope. because because what gay people are saying is, oh, now that we have it, you want to take it away from it. No, we've always wa never wanted anyone to have it. But now that gay marriage <laughs> is legalized, we don't say it anymore. Yeah, that's we a don't good say point. it anymore. Yeah, that's a great there, I can get there's a bunch of them. We've been the party of quote unquote principle for a while. This just revealed it. Right. It's like and, if the state finally allows some vices, we just like, oh, it's cool now, or that you know, right. oh, they're they're legalized weed now. Are they outspoken against people incarcerated anymore? No, it's just like this push for legalization, right. but not looking back at the outcomes. Like we still don't want the state running this. We still don't want the state in our marriages and our daily lives, and 
you know, it's that's lost. It's like once things are allowed, we just take a step back and it's like well, we're not even outspoken. Well, here's you. how you want to know how I've horrified people, and I this is guaranteed to horrify people. Right after the legalization of gay marriage, I said, Great, you want to know what the LP should immediately hop on? Legalization of polygamous marriages. Right. Yeah. That will break it. That will break the whole marriage system right then. But you think they'll ever do that? Okay. The, the, um, you know, our platform now explicitly like goes that direction. That's completely my doing. I brought those proposals where, where, where the new, where the platform now has the language that the, there should be no discrimination in marriage um, based on, you know, all the things that were there before. And I put including the number of participants. Yeah. You know, oh, as far nice. as I'm concerned, we should have nice. Heimleinian line marriages if that's the fuck what people want to do. It's none of my business. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. And you also you don't you don't hear them talking about a government schooling. Like it's it's well, you know, part you of it did. You saw where that got yeah. him. But of course, yeah. you know, he made jokes about shooting up teachers, which no, that's not the right way to. <laughs> and you know. Yeah, but R was being a bitch maybe lately. He wouldn't have sex with a thirteen-year-old. That wasn't very good look either. No, but that wasn't... <laughs> he kind of like, ruined did... the school issue with all of that, though. Nobody yeah. wants to talk about it now because they don't want to be associated with all the other crap Arvin used to say. But you want to know what's funny? You want to know who's the biggest mask worshiper right now? Who didn't want us to have a physical convention? Freaking Arvin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost respect. I completely lost respect. I know. He refused to come to in March. Um, he didn't come to the we're we're, me and Alex we're in uh we're in Baltimore, and uh he didn't he refused to come to the Maryland um the Libertarian. He didn't come to the convention. Yeah, because so many Um, radicals, it 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 laid them bare. It laid them bare. It, it, It so. What I, I started saying, everyone wants to be a radical till it's time to do radical shit. Right. I mean, yep. Arvin came to Punk Rock Libertarian's basement at Bergman's house on like a monthly basis. I mean, he should have got so many. He's immune from COVID, you know? <laughs> he doesn't have, as far as I know, any underlying health conditions. He, he's young. He's healthy. Right. Like he was. And then he didn't come to the convention. He didn't come to what the crafties auto. Like no, he's not. He has not made one appearance at a libertarian event in Maryland yeah. since I've been involved, which has been about a year, year or so, well over a year. Um, but yeah, like so. Speaking of Maryland, I, I I'm on the ex, uh, on the executive board, and just recently, you know, I had to go forward and I wanted to because Larry Hogan, our governor, he's cracking down hardcore he's telling everyone to wear the damn mask and he said he even said you don't have the constitutional right to walk around without a mask that's what he said (laughs) he compared it to driving drunk and so i knew this was coming down the pike i'm like look we need to take a stand now here in maryland we let the reopen maryland thing become a trump rally because we kind of backed away from it because it was kind of turning into a bunch of trump rallies and like back in early in the springtime and there was also some fears that well, people were there not wearing a mask and we don't want to, you know, associate ourselves with the, you know, not following the science. I went, that, that I wore attitude. a plague doctor mask, so that was good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I recently, but I, you know, I went to, and I kind of like our last meeting, I, I pretty much demanded, like, we have to pass a resolution condemning the lockdowns and the mask mandates and the violations of our, you know, freedom of assembly. And we did, I, you know, we got it through. It was, 
Um, and I was, ha- I was so happy to, to get that done because we need to start leading with our principles. We have to start showing people that we're not for this. And I think there is a chance, like in Maryland, Larry Hogan's, he's been angling him, himself to probably run for president in 2024. And he's very anti-Trump and he voted for Ronald Reagan this election. That's who he wrote in uh, when he voted. Oh. He's like, like so tough guy. And um, I'm trying so- to get Colorado to sue me, to, to, to threaten to prosecute me because I want to sue them. Because I've already sued Colorado before, gave me a taste for it. But you know, <laughs> it's it's just a, you have to have a credible threat of prosecution. So we're planning on on how we can get them to threaten me. Sweet, nice. <laughs> I just think we need to lead, lead with our principles, and I, I feel like so many times, like you're just not seeing that happen, and it, it, you're actually seeing the opposite. And the silence from the national is it's deafening at this point when it comes to this stuff. And it's funny that you mentioned that uh, about the article, the one thing they posted was like back in March. I I mean, I completely forgotten about the low flow toilet thing that until you brought that up. I have all the old press releases when the slightest little intrusion happened, they put out a scathing and hilarious who Bill Winter used to write them. The toilet one's the funniest one. You never seen so many shit jokes in that one press release. <laughs> They're like the country's going down the crapper, and it was just it was great. Yeah. Um, and, but nothing. <laughs> Listen, when the vaping thing happened, we started a whole other website to support the vapors. Right. Okay, but we've said nothing with COVID. It's crazy. <laughs> it's because it's like hey. literally what I'm seeing online is like there's a bunch of libertarians that say this shit's justified. And I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around it. I'm like Listen, reading. Let me tell you, I'm just waiting and I'm waiting and not waiting. I think most of us can see that a mandatory vaccine is coming. You don't have oh, to yeah. be fucking, you know, Nostradamus to figure that out. I do not mm. know if the national party will have the testicular fortitude to say shit about that either half of the lnc oh. doesn't disagree with mandatory vaccines as, as far as i know but they don't uh, disagree with mandatory vaccines yeah and i'm not going to name names or some of them i know for sure don't Ooh, think that there's a the problem names. with mandatory va- vaccines oh send that name that list to me i'll name them <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't do the name name things. I let people out themselves. I I don't do that. And you know what? The, because and that's you want to know what happens that. if I no. name somebody now. You want to know what happens when you do that to people? I'm just saying why I don't. It hardens them in their position, and it doesn't give them room to save face or change their mind. So I just I just don't do that uh, personally. Sure. I just don't. Well, we were on the convention room. Of- we were in the convention room floor and we were hanging out with other people during that whole time. And there's a lot of people who are online now that are, you know, they love taking pictures of their mask and telling how much you should wear a mask. It saves lives and all this other crap. But I saw them on the convention room floor, no mask, holding babies, walking around, drinking, like it was nothing. But then as soon as it came time to walk up to the microphone and the camera, they were all Mr. Six Feet. <laughs> I'm wearing a mask. And you know what? It, it's, they showed themselves. They revealed themselves. That's on, like you know. virtue signaling. And that's the definition of virtue signaling. This is just pisses me off. Oh, God. Listen, if somebody Dude, I, 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 I was just sitting there observing, just like observing all these mask holes and virtue signalers and just like, it, it was one after another. It was like, every other minute it was like oh my gosh 
just you know i have no how they act online and how they act in person if somebody i care about asks me to wear a mask because they're uncomfortable or whatever i'll i'll do it it's there's no problem with that we um, we picked up Scott Lieberman at the airport and he told me ahead of time, he's like, listen, you know, and I didn't ask him why he's like, I'm much more comfortable with people. You want to know what? Everyone in the car put on a mask. And whenever we picked right. anyone up, I'm like, Scott's more comfortable if you wear a mask. Will you please put on it? I have no problem with doing that. I don't want the government telling me to do that. It's and you may up. have noticed at convention, exactly. I wore a face shield half of the time because I knew there were some people coming up to speak that were uncomfortable. And yeah. I don't mind doing things to make other people comfortable. I, right. because I think people, you know, in their hearts want to do good. You just don't want the government to tell you. And the funny thing is, I think the government actually with these mandates is causing less mask wearing because Americans mm-hmm. in the DNA have oppositional yeah. defiance disorder. And the minute the government yeah. tells you to do something, you're like, fuck you, I'm not doing it. Right. You don't need the government to tell people to be good to other people. Do you, do we have government mandates that tell people to go help the, the, when hurricane Katrina hit? No, people oh. were flooding there to help. And the government the, was sending the government people away. Said you had to, everyone would go now I'm going to stay home and watch TV dog. You know, <laughs> that's just, yeah. it, it's completely unintended consequences and libertarians of all people should know that. I mean, we're the ones yeah. who cite the seatbelt studies that show that seatbelts actually didn't reduce fatalities because yeah. of un- unintended consequences because people drove more recklessly because they felt like Superman with that fucking strap on them. Mm-hmm. And actually the mask, you think if people are okay with these cloth masks, I wonder how often people are washing those nasty ass things. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So, Karen, uh, how is uh, how is your state? First of all, what state it's are you awful. in? Oh, I'm in Colorado. That's... We call them Pontius Paulus for a reason. Gotcha. Man. Oh man. He's he uh, he has he's so punchable. I am just waiting. <laughs> that that's why I'm like. But you want to know this? What's great though? Our um the city I live in, Castle Rock, um is actually not on board with all of that. And they today, I have to find out from Wayne, he attended the town council meeting. They today were at, were um, asking the business owners here in Colorado, particularly restaurant owners, if they'd be willing as a group, because when you have one, the state can pick them off. But they want to know if all of the restaurant owners in Castle Rock would be willing to commit as a group to defy the orders. That's kind of rad. Awesome. 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 Now, I don't know whether it passed city council. And my question was, will the city defend them in court? Um, yeah, that's another question. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> um, but that's Castle Rock's been like that. Douglas County, even though Colorado is now a blue state, Douglas County is very, very conservative. It's yeah. much different than the, than the rest of Colorado. Like we're all about guns and rights here, which is good. Um, even though it's mostly Republican, it's better than, you know, the rest, the rest of Colorado is turning into California. Yeah. Like it's like Boulder. We've already given up on Boulder. Like California can have Boulder. It's, oh it's a colony of California. <laughs> That's a colony. Are you guys, uh, <laughs> um, you guys have a uh, Thanksgiving uh, restrictions? Yeah. Yeah, we, we do. And funny thing is I never do Thanksgiving. Now I want to do it just out of spite there you go that's the i hate i hate holidays i'm so terrible i Mm. hate thanksgiving and i hate weddings and i don't care who knows it (laughs) i just can't stand any of those anytime i get invited to a wedding i'm like shit 
I only go to weddings <laughs> if there's open bars. They're the most boring thing in the world. That's why when oh. Wayne and I got married, we went to the courthouse on my lunch break. I wasn't going to put myself through my own wedding. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah, I mean, Tammy went to a gazebo. <laughs> Literally. We're like, yeah, let's do this. Okay, cool. Don't we have a friend that's like an ordained summer online thing? Yeah, cool. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I wasn't a libertarian when we got married. I wish I was because... I wouldn't have gotten the state marriage because Colorado still has common law Brad. and I wish oh. we had taken that route, but right. I was, I was still a very much a statist at that time. <laughs> I was arguing for single payer at that time. <laughs> I know. All of us say it. Yeah. <sighs> Melt us. <laughs> yeah. We, we uh, definitely hey. have, we have the restrictions over here. They're, they're really starting to crack down on them. It's like the news media is just, all out in full force locally like enforcing this uh this thing and it was actually a news article came up today that i saw it was from baltimore county where we're at and the county guy his name's johnny they call him johnny O. he put out a thing it says we're a uh, plea to maryland residents um you know uh like who want to gather on thanksgiving don't <laughs> and that was it that's what it said that was like the news article it says like don't Really? And yeah, and they also he also advised against hugging. He says no hugging. The yeah, there's a whole um, he created a whole there was a press release for a, a hotline, a snitching hotline or email oh, address. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, I, so I, I man, I should go right because I've got it right around the corner. I've got that sign that I was at the protest with the with the report your neighbors, call one eight hundred I'm a Nazi. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I remember that. That's the yeah, one I was at the shutdown with, with the plague mask. I was walking around with that sign. That's right, that's right. I'm going to that protest in California that Jeff Hewitt's planning. They moved it now to the 12th since the LNC wasn't going to be there anyway. But I'll definitely be bringing my plague mask and my 1-800-I'm-a-Nazi. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, having tomorrow night. I don't give a fuck. I'm having having 10 20 i don't know could be as many as 30 people popping by my house tomorrow just hanging out i'll be there i'll be there yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, i hope a neighbor calls the cops well maybe not hope but <laughs> listen uh chris weiss who's that attorney in kentucky who's got attorney friends all over the place is looking for people to draw lawsuits that's why I want Colorado to threaten me because he want he wants to sue and I'm like I want to sue too. So come on. Yeah, send us that so. name. Uh, send us his name. Uh, we might need it after tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> we're we we're going to I might need a good lawyer after my yeah. friends giving tomorrow night. See, see Davey's <laughs> we, um, over here. He's over here. We're, we're going to be advert because the restaurants are closing. We're going to be having our county affiliate meetings at our house. And I oh. think I'm going to send an invitation to both the police department and um, the health department because I'm trying to draw a threat. <laughs> yeah, Davey's on Mars. Davey, yeah, Davey's on Mars. He's like, none of this is happening yeah. in Florida. No, Florida's fucking free as shit right now compared to you guys. Listen, I was in an agony to leave Florida and now I wish I was back. I, I yeah. really like can't believe I just said that. I mean <laughs> You hate is... wherever you grew up, I think. And I was yeah. in Florida 40 something years. Oh. But what at least when it, you know, you guys don't have an income tax, which no. I just didn't realize how wonderful that was till I moved to Colorado. No income tax. <laughs> and uh, I mean, our governor kind of rocks. 
Yeah. The laws are really lax in Florida. You do not know that until you move someplace yeah. else. Yeah. Actually, that, I learned that when I looked into moving to other places. Like, ooh. And I was actually still a status at the time when I was going to move. Yeah. But, <laughs> but looking at laws, I was like, ooh. There's too many restrictions on guns in these other places. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Florida's Florida's pretty chill when it comes to that. Even in the bigger counties. I was in Palm Beach County. Where are you where are you at? I am in rural ass North Florida. Oh, North Florida's even better. Yeah. I was in South Florida, but it, yeah. but it was still pretty lax even in South Florida. But North Florida, that's that's even yeah. I spent some yeah. time in Panama City Beach for a while. <laughs> Oh, I, I mean, had a trial. I had a like, trial uh, out there. I'm a paralegal. Georgia. <laughs> uh, so you about for, uh, well on the on the East Coast or on the Panhandle? Uh, I'm right dead in the middle of the state, as far as oh, okay, from gotcha. the oceans as you could get, on either side. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, South Dakota's not looking too bad. If you can put up with the weather. <laughs> but do you see? Do you see the, the 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 media? The media's like on a full like jihad against them right now yeah. they they want so many people dead inside like that's what they do they actively like the media Durga, Durga. wishes there was dead bodies on like all over the place there so they could report on it and see like see this is what you get for not closing down and no mass the cult of, the cult the covid cultist Mm -hmm. yeah. and here's and here's what's funny on the on the national party thing i i know what they're scared of a, they don't want to be called a science denier and whatever, mm -hmm. you know, the new pejorative is. But the, the thing is, they don't even, the National Party doesn't have to have an opinion on whether you should wear a mask or not. They should actually be silent on that and tell people, examine the evidence for yourself, yeah. what your risk levels are, what your morals are, and decide for yourself. They don't need to tell people what to do. That's the whole point. We just need to speak out against the government. So that fear to me is completely unfounded. I, I wouldn't be in favor of the of the National Party having an opinion on what safety things you should do for yourself. Yeah. You know, each person has to take personal responsibility. It's the mandates we're against. If yeah. someone wants to walk around in a bubble, that's their prerogative. Maybe that is what's best for them. I just feel like it's all conditioning right now. I can't help get, it you is. know... I mean, like literally, it, it feels like, and it's not just happening here. I wouldn't be so freaking creeped out right now if it was just happening here in the States, but it's happening everywhere, literally everywhere. It is conditioning. And except I can't for, well, help not but Sweden. think that. Yeah, except, not Sweden. Except for what? <laughs> Scandinavia. <laughs> Which is funny because, you know, in some ways, you know, they're very like, you know, some of their pro social programs and stuff. Oh, like, yeah. You know, their welfare state, cat, you know, central, you know, yep. they love the government, but yep. not on this issue. So that's just kind of odd to me. <laughs> that they're odd. I have cousins yeah, I think, over there. <laughs> it's like they're conditioning us for, like you said, the later thing that's coming is the forced vaccinations and stuff. Yeah. Like that. It's so I, they're just doing incrementally piece by piece. They're getting used to you. Or they're just trying to make you get used to like, okay, I got to get, before I leave the house, I got to make sure I got my keys, my wallet, my mask, you know, like, and they're like, okay. And then once you come into the store, and, and, oh, go and back your, to your car uh, and get your mask. your vaccination and, certificate. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. exactly. Your vaccination papers. certificate. Your well, that'll be, that'll be 
putting your the chip in your arm. Just you know, you wait. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know if that will fly in America. The evangelicals are still will be too yeah, much. I don't oh think, my god, it's the mark oh. of the beast. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Yeah, I don't think that'll fly, but they are gonna. Oh, it's gross. It's so they want gross. that internal passport, man. And, and and like it's like it should be like national leading the charge because it shouldn't be up to like the states like to just put out these things that and pass it and saying hey we're against the mandate like everything that uh, the resolution that i passed was it was really wordy but they didn't like it but like the main chunk of what we passed was the, you know we condemn larry hogan for threatening citizens who are engaging in the, their constant their first amendment rights of free assembly with misdemeanors and with um you know fines like it's just simple stuff like that like if you fall on your principles you don't have to take a stand about whether masks are okay or right. whether like lock yeah. or the, like maybe like some businesses <laughs> should stay open at certain times or or whatever <laughs> you know what i mean like so it should just be simple fall back on your principles and take a stand people will see you the media will <laughs> and if that's all that would be so awesome if the media would come out and be like holy crap they run a whole story left and right saying how bad the libertarian party is that was the yeah, well they don't want it, but see get. they're scared listen we've we've fallen into and i call it the sally field syndrome where we want to make that speech of you like me you really really like me so and crazy. i try to tell libertarians <laughs> status are never gonna like you so get amazing. over it and, and i i actually had to leave up we, we had like an lnc chat that was um casual chat just amongst lnc members a little facebook group thing and you, you know, you know, you know, things are going downhill a bit. If you've you've been in a group chat, I'm sure we're in the middle of it. It just says so and so has left the group without any explanation. <laughs> that was me in the yep. middle of the conversation. I left because the conversation was how we had to kiss the ass of all the butt hurt Trumpers, and I'm like, nope, not doing it. I am. It, one thing you'll figure out about me, the minute somebody tells me I can't do something, that's all I will do. Like Larry Sharp once said, you're not allowed to say abolish. That's why I changed my cover image for a while. All it said was abolish. And every other <laughs> verb I used was abolish because it pissed me off when he said that. So once the LNC chat said we couldn't do that, that's why you see me posting all over the place. I'm glad your shitty candidate lost. Boo hoo. Because <laughs> that's exactly the opposite. Because I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. The status aren't going to like us. I'm not going to kiss their ass. No. And I am glad their shitty candidate lost. And it's funny. I could have said that the day before the election, because no matter which of them lost, I still would have been glad their shitty candidate lost. Right. right. The inverse is also true. I'm also uh, annoyed that your shitty candidate won. You know? Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Both, Both right. Both it doesn't. Oh, my God. My eyelashes falling off. <laughs> Oh really? Okay, time, time, yeah, time to take not real ones. Come on. Oh, I was like, <laughs> no, no. See, look, I, I got my magnetic lashes. That was good weed. <laughs> that was well, really just good pull weed. Pull them off. <laughs> you know, just kick back. Oh take yeah, no, my lashes off. just fall off. You like really? <laughs> I get mad. My eyelashes. Fall off. <laughs> you just, you just start falling apart. <laughs> there, she's pissed again. <laughs> Uh, wow, the LNC is making you lose your hair. Like, holy oh shit. Oh, my God. Unfortunately, this podcast is, you know, audio only. So, yeah. oh, that's too bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but, but Steve Dasbach, uh, I don't know if you, you know Steve. Um, Steve is one of the best chairs this party has had. He's from the past. And I know that from reading the historical record, I could just tell. Um, and he wasn't a flaming radical. He was just a good chair, in my opinion. 
and he, he kind of convicted me a little bit. And you could tell I have a Christian background by some of the terminology I use because convicted is not something like normal people say. No. Um, church people <laughs> like said, but he was like, well, what did you bring forward that got shot down by the LNC? And I'm like, Steve, I know I'm in the minority. I'm not going to waste my time. But then I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? He's right. Okay. Even if it gets shot down. So I gave notice for this upcoming meeting um, and to uh, of a motion I'm going to make, which is to establish an advisory committee to work with staff to put out good consistent messaging on the lockdowns and COVID and that the people who, and I wasn't going to have a bunch of people who weren't gonna, so I also named the committee members, which is specific. And I said, the, the, the LNC members of the committee need to be myself, Aaron Adams, Jeff Hewitt, and then one concession was in a, in a fourth member picked by the party chair, because he is the party chair and you know, so, and I'd be curious to see who you would pick if this passed. Yeah. And four non-LNC members chosen by the LNC members of the committee. And we'll see. We'll see if that passes. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't think it will. Jeff Hewitt thinks there's a chance. I, I, don't, I don't think it will. And I, I tell everybody, watch that meeting and see who votes against it. Yeah. And I don't normally like saying this, but whoever votes against it, they need to be replaced. I don't, this judge I don't judge somebody's whole term usually by one bad vote because everybody has a bad vote i've had some bad votes but this issue is just too too important it's just do you guys do uh, roll call votes for everything or just we, we um yes for all substantive motions or any <clears throat> upon the demand of any member so no this will definitely be a roll call vote yeah, the only I'm, time we don't do them is when that it's unanimous okay. consent and this ain't going to be unanimous consent of course I can guarantee you that um yeah. so yeah no attend the meeting it's online so you can attend and attend to public comment come to public comment at the beginning and read the lnc the riot act i mean i, I probably won't steven knows how i feel about it all so it's fine yeah but the rest of the lnc I'm sure needs to hear it to yeah. yeah, yeah, and and Steve <laughs> is generally pretty consistent, but I didn't yeah. include him, as you noticed, in the names of the people who are always consistent on this issue. Fair, yeah. but Steve is usually he, he's one of the people you can count on. But every once in a while, it's kind of like what, what? <laughs> but he's usually pretty consistent, and so is John Phillips. But yeah. on this whole vote for whether we were going to have the the meeting or not, I really wasn't particularly happy with the way Steve and, and John debated. So that's why I didn't put them on the consistent list. But gotcha. those two are generally very good. Yeah. Is it, are those recorded? What? Uh, the meetings? The, the, yeah. Everything is recorded. Yeah, all the meetings are recorded. And then the votes we do that are on the email list, the email list is public. Right. Yeah, I mean, I've read some of those threads and it's it gets pretty insufferable mm -hmm. reading them, but, you know. It's much better this term. Last term, it just it degenerated really fast. Yeah, I I, I kind of yeah. like what you had to say, Karen Ann, on your video when you're talking about, um, you know, losing heart. You know, kind of that. That's my own words. You, you used uh, God. If I can remember, you probably know. <laughs> um, uh, the fire, you know, yeah, the passion. You were talking about the other party coming up the socialist party the people oh yeah party, whatever oh i love watching them because i'm like uh, yeah 
Well, yeah, you know, it's it's the early LP. They had the fight. We don't at all. I mean, we've no. It's it's turned into this whole voting thing. I mean, it's like I get it. I I've heard it over and over again. We're a political party. Blah blah blah. And I'm not going to debate this anymore. But what I am saying is, we were way more effective. <laughs> even like four years ago let's even go further back six you know 10 whatever way more effective and we're not being effective and we're gonna lose the battle when the the you know the deck is always going to be stacked against us the house will always take us because i i'm telling you my prediction is this new coming up party is going to eat our lunch right and I'm saying, and when I said that, I told you an LNC member put, did a laugh react to my comment. I'm like, it must be nice to be so arrogant. Yeah. What are they thinking? Uh, this is good. They're in. Can they sustain it? Or are they going to do what we did and it'll fizzle out? But they're coming. And they're coming. And, and it's this turbulence that we have everywhere. And then they're going to be super focused. So people are going to be drawn to that. Because we're not focused. We're all over the fucking board right now in our party. Yeah. And it's so inconsistent. And people are like, there they go again. Prove us right. And blah, blah, blah. All the bullshit I have to put up with <laughs> from people outside the party looking in, you know? And it's like, I'm, I'm just trying to fucking figure out how to stop everybody from sabotaging our party. And it, 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 it seems like it's inevitable every time, you know, every time it's like, I just want to see us be consistent with our messaging. I don't want people to actually have to sit down and go online and read our statement of principles. I want to exemplify that. And I keep not, you know, I keep seeing it not happen. And it's getting worse, especially with this COVID thing. The divide has been like, super divide now i mean you can't even say anything you can't confront any other libertarian about this whole thing it just blows up in your face and they're like well you just blah 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 no i just don't want the government to tell me what to do that is it they should not be this way i mean so the way i'm looking at it is like what are we gonna do to ignite the fire again with our party because if we can't, what's the point anymore? If we can't try to change the culture so eventually we can win votes, what's the point right now? And, and like you said, <laughs> Nationals not moving their ass on this. We should have been out, boom. I mean, there should have been a letter. It should have gone, like right every, out of the every, gate. Yeah, it, it, I mean, I'd love to say every day we should be saying something, but at least once a week we should be saying something. Right. Um, we used like, to what put out releases nearly. I mean, there's every a lot day. to say right now. So, I mean, but yeah. we found something to say every, uh, not on one issue, but around 9/11, it was pretty much all that we talked about. Uh, but in the past, we used to put out a press release a day. I have hmm. them actually in this basement where I'm at right now. The press releases, I'm like pointing to where they are. I yeah. could go pull the box over here now and pull them up there, and you'll see the dates, most two days apart. And you'll see every, the issues we talked about is like any slight infringement upon liberties. We were on it. So what do you think the problem is, Karen? Ann? I know. I know we were. But do, what, what do you think the problem is? I said a lot in that one 
video I did. Or, or the um, solution. I'm sorry. Solution. What do you think the solution is? I'm sorry. <laughs> I meant solution. Uh, that is that is uh, more difficult. Um, I don't. I don't know, really, um, I, because you want to know why I can say I don't know. And people get mad sometimes when I say that. Particularly, like sometimes people go, oh, you, you see this vision for the end game of, you know, no taxes or whatever. How are we going to get there? And I go, I don't know, because yeah. I'm not a central planner. Right. I, I don't know how liberty is going to work out. So in the same sense, I we need to renew our commitment or actually live up to the commitment to our principles. And yeah. part of the problem is we don't and we haven't for a while had a consistent spokesperson. And that doesn't have to be the chair because sometimes who's in the chair position isn't an activist. They're more of a manager. And that's okay because we need managers too. Right. And, I, and, and Joe, I think is more of a manager and he's excellent manager. Like Joe is doing yeah. very well. I'm, I'm yeah. not trying to put, but he's not a fiery spokesperson and that's okay. okay. But he should appoint someone to do that. Yeah. There should he's be a hype someone. Man. What? He needs a hype man. Yeah, there there needs <laughs> to be somebody who can rile, just get lathered up on it on an instant. And... I nominate Alex. <laughs> I, Alex here. No, no. <laughs> Alex Slagle. Well, he's it... as good as Alex Jones. I'll be Joe, Joe, JBH is hype man. Yeah. So right. it it. it <laughs> And we need, uh, we need, and this costs a good deal of money, but it will be worth it. We need a press person. And that is the person who makes all the relationships that gets you on the TV shows, right. that gets you on the, because you, it, it costs money to do that. Like, right. I'm not saying like you have to bribe hosts, but you have to have somebody who's on it constantly yeah. because we need to get people and it doesn't always have to be the chair. Right. Um, on to these programs. And actually, I think it needs to be tailored to what kind of program it is. So if it's a program that primarily is to like a Hispanic audience, we need to find somebody Hispanic to go on that program. If right. it's someone, if it's, you know, more geared to women, they need to, you know, we need to get past the egos and figure out who's the the best person to do something. And, right. and it's not always LNC members, though we have a big variety. Um, and it's not always the chair. Right. Um, I, I don't think the quote unquote spotlight has been shared quite a, enough in the party. And when you do that, one person only has so many talents. Right. You know, one person is not going to be good at everything. Yeah. This is and interesting. I actually yeah, no, prefer right, the chair. Right. I actually prefer the chair to be a good manager and not necessarily the fiery spokesperson because you can find someone else to do the spokesperson stuff. But doing the boring management stuff, you you really do need the, is, you, you need the chair to do that. I believe the, the chair just needs to be a good uh, organizer to yeah. get everyone else to do their jobs. Yeah, and but they have to realize where they can't do something. And appoint and, and, and appoint other people to do that. Right. But even in state parties, this is all over. The chairs don't like giving away the the spotlight, you know. Yeah. And yeah. 
I, I don't think that's with Joe so much because he really no. is not an egotistical person. Nope. But generally, it's it's just like with any politician to win that kind of position, you are a bit of an egotistical person. You have to be or you wouldn't campaign well and win. You know, you have to have a bit of an ego to do yeah. that. All politicians are uh, sociopaths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> excluded. I love, I love but a, as leaders go, he's he's probably the most humble. I mean, you know, Nick had a big ego. Joe, Joe is very is, is very much a, a humble, a humble guy. I think. Yeah. But it needs it needs to be spread out quite a bit more. I think. So, I mean, and Davey here proved that like a, a simple radical message, you know, alone can attract voters. I don't, I don't know if you saw Davey's campaign, but you want to tell her about it. Oh, yeah. I ran for a tax collector in my county. As a uh, were you, you, the, what's the, you were the taxation is theft person? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Did, you had the, the billboards? Well, they weren't billboards, but they were giant. Uh, uh, you know, somebody who also ran for tax did a. They put billboards up all over the place that said taxation is theft, and then they were running for tax collector. Oh, that's oh, awesome! Wow. Yeah, I didn't yeah, have I mean, that kind of money bill, for yeah, billboards. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that's 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 awesome. But yeah. the funny thing is, and you know, Jacob heard my whole spiel on this. Is we we have two minds that are constantly warring with each other because there, there'll be plenty of people in the party who were horrified at a radical message. And the funny thing is they don't realize that even the, the moderate libertarians to the status are radical. So you might as well just embrace it. Right. Yes. Like yeah. embrace it. Oh, yeah, totally. You're like, it's this bit where they're trying to be like, I see like, I always use this analogy. It's like, they want to be the cool kids at the lunch table when it comes to like all these other type of political parties or in the type of establishment in Washington, but like, they don't understand that because you're a libertarian, you're not even in the same cafeteria as these people. Yeah. And like, you just need to just like, fuck it. I, you know, if you're going to go down, go down swinging. Like that's all you go down swinging, you know, be the loud, obnoxious, just like, you know, and just let the an message be radical. I'm going to pimp an article that you guys may not have read, but you can Google it. It's on, um, it's on Independent Political Report by Mark Montoni. And he wrote an article titled, mm. Why Hold Back If You're Not Going to Win? And it is a fantastic article on why libertarian candidates need to have radical messaging. I love um, and, and, and his argument is you will eventually win if you, if you do that consistently. But yeah. right now, if you know you're running an unwinnable race, what is the excuse for holding back? Yeah. You're not holding back to win. Either way, you're not going to win. So why aren't you trying to attract people who are just dying to hear somebody actually say a libertarian thing? Totally. Yeah, exactly. See, that's the thing I never understood. It's like, why do we start at a compromised position as candidates when we're already going to lose? Yeah. So yeah. you're why not, not even lose? getting the message across. And yeah. who's going to join a lukewarm third party? I mean, that is just exactly. a, probably one of the stupidest decisions a person could make. There it is. Lukewarm. That's what I was looking yeah, for. Lukewarm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like literally we, we, yeah. Hot, cold, either or, but right. Yeah. You see, well, that's the revelation yeah. three message I was given at right. that, that's um, what you're that about. thing. Yep. You know, it's like, who cares? Religions have wisdom. 
you know, whether or not you're a religious person. And that verse, I think, says quite a bit. I, I had quoted in that for the, everyone else's benefit is in Revelation three, uh, 3, I think it is. God's talking to a, a church and said, you know, you got hot or cold. He goes, I wish you were hot or cold, but you're lukewarm. So I'm going to vomit you out of my mouth. You know, when someone's utterly cold, you can do something with them. But yeah. lukewarm, you can do absolutely nothing with lukewarm. Ap apathy. You can, you can do nothing with that. Yep. You're, you're good for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that applies, I think, to, to a lot of, a lot of things in life, because when you're asking people to vote third party, you are really asking them to go to the stocks for you. Nobody goes to the stocks for a lukewarm message. Nobody. <laughs> they got to right. feel energized, inspired. Right. And you right. think the American revolution would have been started by lukewarm people. No, no. <laughs> like, ah, King George isn't so oh. bad. <laughs> I want to go hard in the paint and know that if we all go hard in the paint, hopefully we all will be assigned to the same FEMA camp in a couple of years. All right. But at least we tried, guys. <laughs> <laughs> at least we tried. And here's the funny all. thing. This is this is what I, I hang find out ironic. About <laughs> so say you're a moderate candidate who, who who's horrified of, at, at nearly everything I say or, you know, even the taxation is theft and all that. I, I don't get moderate libertarian candidates. And here's why, because you know, even if you aren't given that messaging, you know, you're going to have to answer for it because there's going to be obnoxious people like me who are going hmm. to be saying it anyway. And the press is going to pick it up. It's, it's like, it's, you're not going to escape it, um, you know? No. So that's why mo like moderates don't threaten or bother me because I've just said, I'm never going away. And <laughs> okay. I will always you know, as long as radicals are speaking up, no one will get away with permanently fooling people about what we believe. Right. You know, because the press will always find it, you know, even if <laughs> even if you have the most milk toast candidate you can find. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to answer for Arvin Vora. Like it doesn't matter what you can run like, like Miles thing, you're gonna have to answer for him. <laughs> Just to accept it, man. You have the burden of Arvin on your back every time you But and here's it, but here's the more ironic thing though. The moderates to outside people actually sound more insane and let me let me say what i mean the moderates will have some positions that already statists will think are crazy but because they're not they don't hold it consistently through every issue it just looks like they hold a few crazy ideas with no rhyme or reason at least if when you're consistently radical they go well okay the person you know might be a little off but at least they're consistent you know they, mm. they have a they have a foundational principle that's driving all their views and and mm. people do respect consistency they can see through yeah. bullshit particularly exactly yeah yeah they can they feel it you know yeah it's just like uh, so frustrating <laughs> i'm so frustrated right now <laughs> i'm just like fucking watching all this shit go on everywhere like literally I'm going to go off in the weeds for a second, but I do have a point to this. My freaking next door neighbor here, he literally within the last three months has lost his sister, his sister-in-law, his wife, 
and his best friend. I am not making that up. Jesus. He just got back from Oregon in, to see his best friend <laughs> die from cancer. And then he came back home to an empty house without a wife. That is. Sad. Yeah. It's really, really bad. And it's like he can't even really get comfort or anything right now. And what I'm what I'm getting at is that I'm looking around and everything is so fucked up. <laughs> and I see us take a stance that's even more like removed from this horror that has all these other consequences that come off of it. I mean, like, uh, you know, Tom Woods was talking about that on a video I was watching about COVID. And it's true. You, not only are babies like getting used to no expression, but you're right. also having like our immune systems being attacked right now. And people don't understand this. This is like biology by not being able to be around other people with without being able to freely interact our bodies are pumping bad chemicals in them right now you know in in it, it represses your immune system it's called cortisol and this is all happening to everyone so anybody that's got uh, i've noticed this Anybody unless you are like you know social distancing before because you're right social like me that's that's like, right my life hasn't changed honestly right. No, no, yeah, mine hasn't much. Either. I never left the house to begin with, you know. <laughs> right. Well, and but that's that's also conditioning on your part. But that was choice. When people yeah, think well, about things and feel bad about it, this is what happens. So we we're we're gonna see a tidal wave. I mean, I've seen so many people around me die. My aunt, my freaking <gasps> people are dying left and right, and it's not from COVID, and it's, it's tripping yeah. me out. No, yeah, there's there's certain fundamental human needs that are that are being absolutely denied. Yes. The mental health implications it's are amazing. absolutely crazy. And then when you hear things like there's, you know, somebody's relative, elderly relative is dying in the hospital and they're not allowed to visit them. Yeah. What I'm expecting, and, and when I say this, I'm not encouraging it, I'm not condoning it. I always have to say that because I'm even a pacifist, and but it's a religious conviction. So don't come for me. It's nothing to do with libertarianism. <laughs> but like I don't even believe in myself personally. I would never shoot anybody. It's just me religious mm. conviction. But one day somebody's going to go shoot up a hospital because they're like, I'm going to see my fucking mother. Right. You know, right. and that it's inhumane is yes. absolutely. Yes. We, tr we treat dogs better than that. Right. Better yes. than, than we're treating basic human needs. It's fucking and, unbelievable. <laughs> and when you have it's, I like the way you brought up about babies because the thing is there, there's certain critical formative years that you could create um, sociopaths, you yeah. know, which a, which a psychopaths are born, sociopaths are made. And when you have children raised without seeing expressions, that's how they yeah. learn their social cues. We are permanently damaging yeah. a future generation who's going to learn to fear people yeah. and, and not see. That was my original objection to, to masks was the fact that I want to see people's whole face. It creeps me out not to see their, their whole face. And in fact, a lot of people understand, and listen, I'm not getting, I'm not, you always have to, people are now, I'm gonna say this and people are gonna call me an Islamophobe, which is just ridiculous. But the, the, the 
the um, feminists who really argue against like some of the the requirements of Islam on women, it's because it, it removes their humanity and personality when you can't when when you're told your face can't be seen in public. And that's why I find it so offensive because I come from a religious fundamentalist background and that always just like bothered me you know women you got to cover your hair or you got to you know cover this or cover that and th there's a big psychological impact in there and that's kind of why I revolt against masks because no I'm going to show my face yeah. you know I that's that's a fundamental part of humanity everyone knows like, it, it, well, maybe not everyone knows because I read bizarre things, but <laughs> it, it's well known in these like extreme interrogation situations, like where people torture other people. The way to get people to do that is on the victim, you put a bag over their head because the minute you could start not seeing them as a person anymore, it makes it easier to do almost anything to them. Yeah. You, you can't hide human faces, um, which is why I'm glad now they do have those shields, but they're not allowed everywhere now. They say you have to wear a mask. Um, but covering faces is so detrimental to children yeah. who during these formative years, we're going to see 20 years from now, Ugh. a lot of problems from this, from that. But not only that, we're creating intergenerational poverty with the way we're forcing people in, into it into losing everything that everything. they were trying to build for their children. See, and I, I can't help but feel like a conspiracy nut going, well, yeah, that's the perfect way to make you reliant on the state. It's just my brain. That's not a conspiracy. That's a fact. I know. I just, but it, it, it just, it, it, my brain goes to very dark, not lizard people. Okay. I'm not talking about lizard people. Oh no. <laughs> I for one welcome our lizard overlords. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not talking, I'm not queuing on. Okay. If you go look at any of my posts, you'll see that I was doing a great purge <laughs> of queuing on people. <laughs> I don't Trump purge and... that. Listen, I have a lot of flat earthers that are on my friend list. Um, they don't bother me. I, it doesn't uh, bother fucking, me. I welcome flat earthers on my page. <laughs> yeah. They're so fun and entertaining, and the shit they say, it makes me laugh so hard. So, like, this one guy, he, he added me a few months ago, and his shirt says, NASA's, NASA lies. And, like, I couldn't have clicked except harder, like, on my phone. I was like, You're, oh, yes, I need this guy. I can't I do it. Guy. I can't do it. I mean, oh, that's the I only reason it. why I got this gig is because I'm the, you know, at the end we do the flat earth segment, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I must have <laughs> I didn't get that. But let me mouth. tell you something. And some libertarians like were shocked. When I, I, I didn't realize there were really real flat earthers for a while. I thought it was kind of like the birds aren't real thing. Right. Um, but they, so you want to know that what I did when I found out people actually. By the way. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm applying to be part of the bird brigade, by the way, I got, I, I'm on my second mission. They, they make you prove yourself and you have to send video, uh, photographic proof, but we can That's talk hilarious. about that. That's so um, but when I found out there actually were genuine flat earthers, one of the first thing I did is I went to YouTube and I watched all their videos because I don't dismiss anything out of hand. Right. I wanted to know why they believe this. They, ha they, they have reasons why they believe it. And they're not just yeah. because they're stupid, derpy. No, I wanted to know why. And I watched, man, I can't even say hours and hours because I really didn't want to just laugh at somebody without right. knowing why. They, they make a compelling it. case on something. I, well, if you 
yeah, at first, on, yeah, at on first, surface, yeah. some some of them, but then you know when you get into the science of it, you're you're kind of like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, still, NASA was created by the Nazis. I mean, you know, Operation Paperclip was real. You know, I mean, there are some things where I'm like, all right, you know, you, you had me at that. So now, I mean, I can say that I actually disagree with flat earthers because I know what they believe and I can discuss yeah. with them what they actually believe. And, you know, and the same thing with some conspiracies that I don't agree with. I just I, I watched everything I could on them. Yeah. I don't think anything should be dismissed out of hand. And no. here's another thing that's going to piss oh, you off about the LNC. Oh, no. I'll tell you. Okay, so in that, flat in that, earthers on the LNC. Right. No, there's no flat earthers. <laughs> I'm a functional flat earther because time zones and me don't get along. I almost wish there was a flat Earth because you got, uh, yeah, Otto. Yeah. You know, I got confused about the time zone for this. I'm always yeah. on the wrong time zone. But so I, in that LNC chat, before I was told we need to kiss Trumper's ass, um, before that it was it, they were saying. And when it comes to this whole thing, where it's their voting fraud, don't don't even buy in. Like, don't don't post any articles about that because we all know it's bullshit. And you want to know what I said? No, we don't all know it's bullshit. Right. I'm willing to hear the evidence. I go. Yeah, I yes. might come to the conclusion. And I have to tell you, I asked for evidence, and I haven't seen any. But I, with an open mind, asked for evidence. I'm not going to go off the bat. Oh, orange man bad. Therefore. No, I want to see yeah. the evidence. You can't yeah. dismiss anything out of hand. I agree. And that's just wouldn't that too behoove, much of that. And, agree, and wouldn't that behoove the Libertarian Party, as of late, seems to want to just chase votes. So don't you think maybe they should like, well, if we're going to compete in the elections, don't, don't you think we should be somewhat concerned about fucking voter fraud? You know? Yeah, and don't you think and, there's and the a fact is that like we should exist and, as a party and, if it's just a, all a fucking fraud i mean i know we and all i don't know. think the initial accusations were unreasonable right but yeah i mean as they got investigated yeah, as they got investigated there were very good explanations in my opinion for for the things that at least on the face of it were like yeah you know that that is a little weird and yeah and of course we should be concerned about it but you want to know where we missed the opportunity on this you know god i wish i like could be more involved with messaging and i've asked but you know they're scared they won't <laughs> let me do that but we could have capitalized on this so much yeah. And I did, if you want, did you, anyone here watch my Tucker Carlson video? You'll see, I did that. Yeah, I didn't. Um, yes. We could have said, you want to know, you want to know what? Yeah, we agree with you that the, the, there's voter fraud. Yeah, the vote, the fraud is that when polling, they don't get to hear about our candidates. That's yeah. voter suppression. The fraud is that it's, you know, the cartel controls the debate stage. Yeah, there's voter fraud. I'm glad you guys are finally seeing it. We yeah. could have easily have said, totally. agreed with the point and then pivoted. But right. we were too scared to be viewed as sympathetic to Trump. I don't give right. a shit. Especially you know, we could have milked Trump. that. Joe gets on the ballot in 50 Kills states me. and, you know, the, the, the national couldn't double down on that to show that look at all the hard work people had to do and all the bullshit just so we could let, you know, she could be on the ballot, you know, they could have doubled down on that so much, but if, if, 
and, and not to pimp my own stuff, but I'll pimp my own stuff. If you haven't seen my Tucker Carlson video, I think you'll enjoy it. Well, um, need to pimp out. <laughs> Straight yeah, up. So I, I really, I love your Tucker Carlson here. face. <laughs> I'm sorry? Tucker Car- your Tucker Carlson yeah, face yeah, I'm like, yeah. spot on. <laughs> but man, Tuck, T- Tucker's like, people who've got a like unrequited bromance with Tucker boy, they came out in full to try to ratio me on that video. They you know, really? they didn't even watch it. Um, oh but <laughs> I, now, now, it now it's still more likes than now. dislikes. But for a while I was like getting the ratio the fuck out of me. Not that I cared because YouTube rewards with it's, it's engagement. I'm like, invite all your friends. I don't care. Come <laughs> like a thousand times. Hell yeah. <laughs> Lambast me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Bring it on people. But you, can tell so they didn't even, you know, they didn't even watch it. Oh, and that's the one where I was wearing that, where I got said that guy said I was wearing a horse sweater. That was funny as shit. <laughs> it like showed nothing and it was loose. And there was actually even a shirt under the sweater. You could see poking out. I'm like, a horse Oh my God. Sweater. A horse sweater, yeah. I did see you post something about that. I didn't watch the video horse sweater. I'm like, what, 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 what you, you, you sleeping with people like? In the, no, I told them I go, forgive me. My burka was at the cleaners. I'm right. sorry. I'm like, what is going on here? Santa Claus horse, or I don't know. The funny thing, I got some hoochie ass shirts that I could wear. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. This yes, was that was not it. No, <laughs> that, was that not... wasn't it, man. I'm an exhibitionist, man. I, I don't you listen, I'm almost 50, but I you know, I even I own the shirt that says nice chest for an old lady, okay? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what if I can pull off that shirt? Yeah, no, I'm over 50. I would sure. say almost 50. No, I'm over. I don't count my I I, I did literally stop counting after 25. Oh, yeah. nice 25 I'm like, for an old lady. No, that no, sounds I... like the title. Yeah, I didn't know. Okay, so you're like, you're around. I'm gonna, you're maybe I'll wear age. that the next video now, though. I'll, I'll say I, I'm wearing my actual horse shirt. <laughs> there you go. Do it. Damn it. <laughs> now you can talk shit. Come on now. Or wear my Xena costume. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So you're, that you're my... thing push it, it pushes them up so much I could sit a soda on them. <laughs> It's a chin chin pillows. Chin, chin pillows. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's oh, great. Man. Chin pillows. If we use that for a title, though, oh god. Yeah, I was just thinking chin that. Pillows. Chin Has pillows. Chin pillows. Celebrity gone too far. <laughs> Bunch of misogynists on late to liberty. And then they'll realize Karen Ann's on with us. Well, then they can check out Barney Boots and really learn. Yeah. Oh Jesus! <laughs> it's, it's, not okay, it's, like, it's not misogyny to be a fan of boobs. That's all I can say. Seriously, <laughs> what is wrong with you? So, so nice you chest know. for an old lady. Nice yeah, chest yeah. for an old lady, man. Mm. I like looking like, at boobs like most people like looking. Most women like looking at boobs. They just see, don't I would, admit it. I would love to get uh, that shirt for my wife, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like a line right there i'm not sure i'm like yeah, it, it, it was a guy friend 50. that got it for me too but you know we had that kind of relationship he also bought me a shirt that said don't mess with me i'm out of lithium so <laughs> nice <laughs> these are good shirts <laughs> awesome oh my gosh yeah <clears throat> i don't know i think i don't know what i think anymore man any of you guys i don't know man shit's getting weird in our party and i'm just like tripping out hard well you asked about solutions and i've actually been thinking about it since you asked it yeah um 
and and I actually did say this on that that one show that you were you were listening in on. Yeah. I yeah. always say when people are complaining about the National Party, and and right now I'm complaining about the National Party, uh, um, is what's stopping you from doing that now? I always say that. I love when people run for chair because they're going to do X. I'm like, why aren't you doing X now? Totally. What's stopping you from, from doing that? Yeah. Um, so if we want the message out, fuck the national party. We need to get it out. And it's easier than ever with yeah. YouTube and podcasts and things like that, just to get it out. If they don't, if they're not going to say it though, I'm going to push for them and still shame on them, but we just need to be louder. But what happens is people get discouraged and leave. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Huh. that's why I, I got more active on my YouTube channel. Yeah. It's because, okay, they're not going to say something. Thing. And yeah. to me, and a lot of people don't like this, um, but apparently enough people liked it that I got reelected is I think the officers of the party have a bully pulpit and they should use it. Yep. Yeah. I've had plenty of people go, that's not your job as secretary to have a big mouth. I go, <clears throat> yeah, this is me caring. fuck man we need to have we need to have more big mouths man Uh, that's if we had you know a whole you know board full of you that would be amazing and i know for sure we could get more more eyes and ears you know to our message which is the most important thing overall than just you know getting a certain percentage of votes you know we got to bring people to the movement and stay here and be passionate and work that's right because we don't have a high retention for like well and there's strategies too for winning certain things that you know you heard me talk about that with issues yeah you know there, there's that's another drama i've been beating on that there there is ways for to us to have a lot more success than we have now yeah. but we we just are too scattered you know we haven't we haven't learned the lesson of concentrating efforts you know in certain areas everyone has their hobby horse and they want everyone else to do something about it you know and that's not maybe necessarily the best use of our of our time and resources we could have a lot of wins if we very soberly stepped back and just picked a couple issues and concentrated on them and picked the right ones and we could be bragging all over the place and that's what will keep the fuel with the activists. If we let everyone just keep going through this utter disappointment every four years, because they get all hyped up about our presidential candidate, that's why we lose <laughs> half the people we bring in. Yep. Because, you know, they're they're led to believe, oh, they're going to get 5%. I knew she wasn't going to get 5%. And A, nope. And A, I'm like, why do you want 5%? Because then we'll get the federal money. I go, fuck the federal money. We shouldn't be taking the federal money. But yeah, I, I knew it wasn't going to happen. But so many people, they get hyped up to think this. And so we have to have wins that we can point to. And yeah, we have some city council wins, but those don't mean much to people who aren't in that city, whether they should mean something or not. Right. That's just totally. that's just the fact. But we need to start winning on issues, which we can do. We can win on issues. We used to have some great, and some people don't agree with me, but when I read it, I was like, holy crap, that's great marketing. We used to have some great marketing and I'm going to maybe do some, some shows on this, but we used to like market out to special interest groups, like say uh, gun rights groups or members of gun rights groups. And we would say something like, you probably think we are absolutely insane on a lot of issues and that's okay 
because we care about your issue and we'll help you win on your issue. You don't have to agree with us with the rest of it. We know you think we're crazy. <laughs> and really marketing to those special interests, that's the way we're going, we're going to win. Some people are never going to buy into the whole libertarian thing. But if you can tell them, but we're going to get your thing through, they'll, 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 and they said, I like what they said in the mailers too. They said, you don't even have to vote for our candidates if you don't want to, but we would like you to give us money. <laughs> and those did well. And I think Steve Dasbach was chair during that time too. There's, there's a lot of reasons in the historical record why I have so much um, respect for Steve. Interesting. Yeah, you got to come on with these uh, historic dots more often. Seriously, this is super I, I, interesting. Watch my, watch my, my, my channel. That's Get what in I the do. Docs. Oh, well, I'm, I got zucked. I, I got. I'm no, no, no. But it's on, it's on YouTube. It's on. Oh, YouTube. I'm, I'm probably. She wants you to go to YouTube too. more. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I need the watch hours. You know how YouTube is with their freaking. You yes. know, you have to I, have four thousand watch hours in a year before you can even potentially. Um, qualify for monetization but Jeez. then I had you know Jacob I don't know if you knew um, somebody complained yeah. um, and said that I was abusing my position because I'm trying to get YouTube um, monetized because I'm using historical records they're public to everybody that's, <laughs> I, that's the dumbest thing it's not <laughs> stuff I'm keeping secret if you, hey listen whoever wrote that letter I know who wrote it but <laughs> anonymous whoever wrote that letter you want to do it? Here's all the records. Do it. I would love to have multiple things on LP history. Totally. And, and I was just like, you salty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the it, whole IP thing, I think that should just, sh everybody in the LP should shut up because we're against a, a, a IP. It's, it's stupid. It's like, we're free market. Hello. But it wasn't even IP. They were saying, oh, because she's in charge of the record. She's she's no, I got what you were only, saying. Yeah, she has access to when it was the LP news that gets mailed right. out to everybody. Right. Oh, my right. God. But it just reminded me of the dumb IP. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Do that. Yeah. No, I, I don't believe in IP. But speaking of. Now I am going to continue to pimp, and I know the Sweet. readers, can't, the, watcher, the listeners can't see this, but you guys see, we just went over, check this out, the 1972 uh, Libertarian Party newsletter, and it's awesome. fantastic. Awesome. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I'm going month by month through the entire history of the LP using LP News. That's awesome. awesome. Anyone can All do right. if they want to. <laughs> it's so awesome. Yeah, I still have that. Uh, when you came to Washington State, you dropped, uh, yeah, you uh, had a bunch of copies of the original Statement of Principles. Yeah, yeah I have that hanging in my office, actually. <laughs> I love actually, that. Lelius from Washington is the guy who actually bought that original and donated it to the National Party. No Lelius Rose. Oh, really? That's he awesome. He paid like $500 for it. Whoa. Well, <laughs> this is what's funny. Okay. Yeah libertarians we found it you know on ebay and he didn't tell anybody he was bidding on it uh -huh. meanwhile other people who were libertarians were bidding on it we probably could have gotten it for 20 bucks if these fucking libertarians were all outbidding <laughs> each other was like, whoever was selling to this <laughs> hit the jackpot because <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden no it was like 
And Lelia sniped it at the last moment, <laughs> realizing the person who was the high bidder was already a libertarian. Oh, it's because man. we don't talk with each other. Yeah. Right? Oh my God. <laughs> We're just getting the shit, doing it. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, we oh would have been gosh. heartbroken though if, if that didn't stay with the party, but yeah, no kidding. That would have sucked. But yeah, so, that's yeah, that, that's that awesome. was that was funny. But yeah, he immediately um donated it to the National Party and it's hanging in headquarters right now. Sounds awesome. That's that's history right there. Yeah, yeah. So everybody listening, you should definitely check out Karen Ann on YouTube. She's trying to get monetized, so do it. And, and I do uh, other stuff other than I do like the people's party thing, which I've got another one coming up yeah. on and just general political um, commentary. But I do a lot of LP history stuff. That's kind of, you know, sure. my, my main thing. And you gave me a good idea on this show. So I got something out of this show. I'm going <laughs> to uh, Joe's. Good. Actually, I like giving people good ideas. Well, yeah. Joe's actually waiting on me right now, which I, I've just got really busy. Um, to go over he, he gave me like the you know the what his ideas for, it was like a layout of like different departments and stuff like that and different positions and he wanted me to get back to him and let him know what he thought what i thought of it and also maybe if there was a position i was interested in and you gave me a really good idea karen good <laughs> i think i'm gonna pitch something to him so thanks for coming on it was great is awesome. Yeah. Do you got any uh, more plugs? Yeah. Me, who me? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I've got, I've got a million because I also do, and and this isn't one that we're well. It'd be great if it ever got monetized, but we're talking about a really niche uh, 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 segment. But anyone in the party who's looking to learn Roberts, and I know some people groan at that, but the fact is, you have to know it in order to be effective, particularly at national convention. Um, a friend and I, um, Mike Seebeck, we, we do a daily show um, on Roberts, but we make it funny because um, we call them <laughs> daily devotions in, in Roberts. So we do the cult of R-O-N-R and it's a, it's a daily 10 to 15 minute thing where we go through teaching, you know, R-O-N-R. So it's a, it's a good way to learn it, to get your ninja, your ninja skills up. Sweet. I might nice. check that out. That's pretty cool. Yeah, same yeah. here. <laughs> you on Twitter or anything? Hmm? Are you oh, on Twitter or anything? Uh, yeah, freaking Denver News made me join Twitter because I was mad at them. <laughs> And I had, and that's the only way I could get get in touch when they 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 had an election night. They they broke down the Colorado voter uh, registrations. You know, Republican, Democrat, and unaffiliated. And I was like, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We we actually have a lot of libertarians in Colorado. We have forty thousand something registered libertarians. We are one percent of all of you know. Nice. of all the um which isn't you know huge but still that, you no, know we're, we're not unaffiliated you know right it's like huh so i i tweeted at them angrily <laughs> it is not an affiliate that is libertarian to you Mr. oh and i and i well now i discovered the fun of it because uh chris christie was on there tweeting about trump's election thing being a disappointment and i retweeted him and said yes it is but you're a big tubby disappointment too so you know that was fun <laughs> nice slinging mud 
Yeah, I used to. Yeah, well, I used why to. Not? That's I, I harassed Trump. Is, I, I was harassing Trump for a while. <laughs> Seeing I if I could get him to do, to the do like libertarian things. Should have been heckling him every day because eventually he would have responded. I know. That's what I was trying to do. Oh. He ignored me. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Pays attention yeah. to the weird lizard people queuing on, but not me. <laughs> well, I think if the chair, if Nick, and Nick was good at sarcasm yes he was i think if nick tweeted at him every day with in, in nick style best snarking he, oh, yeah. trump would have definitely responded and you want to know how much publicity we would have gotten out of that that would have been fantastic that would have instead been fantastic. instead he was snark tweeting at other libertarians of course <laughs> yeah because because yeah, what the fuck happened to nick we missed we Karen missed Ann. the bill well factor apparently that's why joe joe didn't do so well if only that we was had a rhetorical build but you and i oh. both knew nick before oh, Jesus Christ. what happened something happened fucking something happened something yeah, happened no, nick wasn't always so, this way yeah guys um, he wasn't well he is now so go probably. find okay nick, nick used to write <laughs> man i can't remember the name of the blog but just google his name and look for an old blog he yeah. used to be yeah uh, spot on a hardcore freaking yeah. radical and he if was. you find his speech where he did the nomination speech for l lee for um uh, uh, R. lee rights that was incredible yeah i mean he yelled and screamed and pounded yeah. and said yeah. he was from the libertarian wing of the libertarian party it was nick that started yeah. that going yeah. with Damn. That. no Oof. nick used to be freaking he was hardcore. a well-trained fed he, <laughs> <laughs> he was a good infiltrator. <laughs> but anyways, guys. Or we do need to cut this off. Wait, and, I got uh, one more theory. What? I I think there's something going on in New Hampshire in the water. <laughs> yeah, but this happened before he moved to New Hampshire. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's true. But it's and a good he was theory. a signer. You know, What's he that? moved. The, he he was a signer for the Free State Project. Yeah. So right. he was already. A, planning on going there to keep the commitment well, to be a signer right all right i just want well, which is pretty hardcore i mean that's now. hardcore i wouldn't have been an original signer because i couldn't have i wouldn't i knew i wouldn't fulfill that commitment so you know yeah you know, thankfully they're there they're neither. super successful at i wasn't it, so. gonna sign that thing i couldn't do that <laughs> anyways you can find uh, me on uh at davy for liberty on twitter and on my other podcast burning boots uh, Bernie, what? Burning Boots podcast. Oh, I thought you were like, I was like, Bernie. <laughs> Bur no, Bernie Boots. No. <laughs> boots. We're, Bernie barely, Boots. We're a Bernie, Bernie Bro boots. podcast. Yeah, we're we Bernie that. Boots. Definitely not a Bernie Bro podcast. We're barely a Liber Liberty podcast, but we are the yeah. Liberty podcast on the fucking planet. So, uh, I disagree with you there. Uh, check out Punk Rock Libertarians uh, whenever you get a chance. <sighs> yeah. Yep. There sure. Go. Alex, what, what do you got to plug, there, Davey. Alex? What do you got to plug? I'm curious. You got anything um, to? I I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> He's been zucked from everything. I've you been have been zucked from everything, and I am impervious I to getting zucked because I literally have tried. It wasn't for a lack of trying, people. I was like, I want to be zucked. Never happened. I it had never some happened to of me the... either. And yeah, every right? post of mine is like, fuck you, fuck you. And I yeah. was like so surprised. And I was talking shit directly to Zuck. <laughs> Zuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I guess just uh, check out PRL. 
check out Punk Rock Libertarians. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're on the feed. So sweet. That's all I got. And have a uh, ha- happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah. You know, fill if your you house. Enjoy, be a rebel. <laughs> have 10, 15, 20. <laughs> Fuck it. Who cares? Have as many people over as you want. It's your property. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Buy this bullshit. <laughs>